1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a AM member FDIC. Oilers Now
0: with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Ched and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by
2: Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X C-A. On Oilers Radio. 630 Ched.
0: Hour number two, Oilers Now. We're about to get interactive. The second hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. Don't spend your valuable time meeting valuable time meeting with uh, door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. I can tell you right now, Hugh Porter from Digitex, he's one pumped-up guy. Big weather fan, and he's a happy man. You can reach us on a River Cree Resort and Casino hotline. We're taking calls right here, right now, 780 496 And you can text us. As 78049 60063 is also our new Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors has more for your floor. We're on Twitter at Oeders Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan at BrendanScott. Uh, Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. We will tell you that guests on the show receive guest certificates too. Japanese Village Steak and Seafood Cooked Right at Your Table Saw Don down at our event today as well Uh, Visit uh, and his uh, beautiful wife. He's outkicked his coverage. Good for you Don, well done Uh, Yes indeed. Japanese Village Steak and Seafood Cooked Right at Your Table Visit their Edmonton South, Downtown Northside and Sherwood Park locations. Again you can text us 780-496-0063. Well, you've got time for some calls as well. Mark Spector will be joining us. The orders have just wrapped up practice. James Neal, by the way, did not skate. Marcus Grandlin was a placeholder on that line. James Neal blocked a shot about four games ago and has been uh, dealing with that uh, ever since. And just to put things in perspective, Kerfoot, Brandon, uh, we'll do the injury report a little bit later on. You saw Alex Kerfoot's out for the Leafs now. That's from a hit last week. Uh, when Jeff Carter absolutely slobber-knockered Alex Kerfoot. And what
1: ended up happening there? It knocked his... He ended up having... It's facial and dental fractures. And he played four games with that. And it was until the team staff said to him, Alex, you need to get this taken care of.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that maybe would explain what happened to me. You know, I suffered some facial fractures back in the day. What can I tell you? You don't win them all. 780-496-0063. All right. There, so awesome what happened last night. Connor McDavid, 3-3-6. Leon settle five points. The Oilers, hey, it's an exciting time. The team's 13-6-2. They're 7-2-1 and at home. they got the Dallas Stars in town tomorrow. Mark Spector will join us in the second hour of the show. Stoffer Inspector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. They bring you live racing every Friday and Saturday nights at Century Mile post time is 7.15. Besides the Oilers' excitement, there is one other thing. Brendan, did you get a chance to pull up the Tony Granado incident with uh,
1: Neil Wilkinson? I took a peek at it. I don't have it ready to go right now, okay. but that was nasty.
0: Okay. Wow. And I bring this up in the precipice of what occurred last night in the NFL. I mean, that We live in a different time. Like, guys used to do cheap blank to each other all the time in sports, okay? There was some ugly stuff. One of the ugliest incidents in hockey history occurred in this city in 1966 when Derek Sanderson skated up from behind and sucker-punched Bob Falkenberg and then proceeded to hit him four or five more times before anybody could get in there on an extended line brawl, and then... A person unknown? Well, people in Edmonton know who done it. They know, to to paraphrase Mookie Mitchell, uh, regarding O.J. Simpson, I don't know if he done it, but he knowed who done it. Uh, Anyhow, not to make light of the situation, but Derek Sanderson subsequently was tossed out of the game, went underneath the stands, and for some reason was not able to continue the series after whatever happened underneath the stands. But the 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 sucker punch, and we've tweeted out that uh, incident. It's actually part of a a feature in Derek Sanderson. Is one of the ugliest things you'll ever see. It's it's horrific. Uh, some people say Marty McSorley clubbing Donald Bashir in the head. If you're if you're a BC, uh, if you're a Vancouver
1: kid, you're a Vancouver kid. You thought that you know that that's that comes to your mind, right? That was the first thing that came to my mind. You could also make an argument for Todd Bertuzzi and what happened. That well, was a little more my it's, vintage, it's,
0: especially given the fact that uh, the virtual uh, virtue signaling that Bertuzzi uh, brought to the table after that incident with McSorley occurred. And then he goes and and you know, uh, I mean, has that lawsuit ever been? I mean, I think not too long ago it, it was like over a decade, I believe that was in court on, on Steve Moore. I mean, that, that's 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 a bad one. So. Texas right now, 780-496-0063. If you've not heard, Miles Garrett of the Cleveland Browns has been suspended the remaining of the season. It is an indefinite suspension. And for the NFL, man, it's about the brand. That's the problem. That's a Thursday night game. It's the only game of the week. It looks bad. The guy's sitting there ripping the helmet off the quarterback and swinging and hitting the quarterback in the side of the head with the helmet. That is an ugly, ugly deal. Uh, the Steelers offensive lineman then went to town on Garrett, uh, and then another Cleveland player from behind drilled uh, Mason Rudolph, the quarterback. He got suspended. I mean, it was ugly crap. So, you know, I mean, it happens in sport. That's the, And when you're talking football, Football's an aggressive, nasty, ugly sport. You want mean SOBs out there, and sometimes guys cross the line. So, give me some other incidents of when that's occurred in sport over the year. That's where we're kind of uh, going. And obviously, we, so that's the ugly. We could, you know, we could have come back with a theme from the good, to the bad, and the ugly because uh, we had some good stuff going on last night ugly if maybe you're a goaltender for the colorado uh, organization all right let's uh drop the puck here alex from penticton on line one he's been waiting a while hi alex how are you
3: i'm really good bob how are you good thanks for having me on love your show as always thanks um geez i can't think of an incident right now but uh i just wanted uh you know the story for me i'm not, i know i'm a big oiler fan but it has to be the edmonton oilers and uh, a big part of that is zach castian I got to tell you, I had goosebumps watching him lately, you know, and he's playing smart hockey and, uh, you know, aggressive smart hockey. He's putting a puck in the net. I watched him back check last night. I I was kept an eye on him away from the puck. Good
0: for you. You pointed out, like, he came back and and stripped the play where they had a four-on-two and and made a terrific defensive play. Absolutely. Yeah,
3: and I just want to add, you know, there's more than a few of us that have had our off-ice issues, and I I work up north of Fort Mackinac in the oil sands, you know, and I get to go home in Penticton, but uh, I'm telling you, there's lots of us cheering him on. When we watch the games in the camp lounge, and there's 40 of us, when Zach Cassian comes to play, and when he uh, puts Nathan McKinnick into the boards like that, scores and makes another hit, fights, I mean, uh, he reminds me of old number 11, uh, Mark Messi, but I won't go that far, but I got I'm I hear what I'm you're proud saying. Of them.
0: All right, thanks, Alex. Absolutely, and it—you it, know—it shows you that that's part of life, man. It's redemption, and sometimes you get to the point where nobody else believes in you, and you got to dig in, dig down, and you're the only guy that believes in yourself. And people can say this about Pete Scirelli and say he blew it here, and if he never done anything, and if he hadn't traded Hall, and yet, and that's all fair. It's all fair. Because the team underperformed the last two years, but Pete Chiarelli took a chance on Zach Cassian, and Cassian has made the most of it with the Edmonton Oilers organization. And it is good to watch. It's an exciting time uh, for the hockey club. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Rick on line number two. Hi, Rick. How are you?
2: Well, I'm doing good, and I, I second what uh, what that play, what that last caller just said about Zach Cassian. That Zach Cassian has all of the skill. He has has it all. He's got a rough game. He can play a tough game. He can stand toe-to-toe with anybody. The guy can score goals. He can pass the puck, and he can skate. That Zach Cassian has got to be one of the most underrated players, and I am so glad for him. But the other Oilers, here's here's what I see. If McDavid, McDavid is a great hockey player. I mean a great hockey player. But what would put him over over the top of the greatness is, if he was to shoot the puck more on a regular basis, that guy would rack up and be a little more unselfish. And between him and Cassian, they've got they've got the makings of three lines there. If Connor McDavid could shoot more without without Drysaddle, you could you could have two lines between Drysaddle, McDavid, and that Cassian. I'm telling you, I'm over the top on Cassian. That that guy has been under underplayed. But the last number of coaches have said enough, but he's doing
0: awesome. All right. Thanks, Rick. 780 496 0063. Fans have been cheering for this guy since day one, man. They have. Uh, Arizona on the father's I think it was on the father's trip about three years ago. uh, Was it Oliver Ekman Larson? Cross checked the Oilers, Matt Hendricks on the boards, and then Cassian came in and drilled Ekman Larson, turned around. Dropped his gloves and said, "Which one of you blanks wants it?" And at that point, he'd won the fans over, right? Like that's because it was, you know. But the the thing, and I, again, I and I know I mentioned John Sexsmith in in hour number one, uh, who's been fighting his own battle. But for two years, he'd be like, "Bob, I'm telling you, you got to tell Todd McClellan to play Cassian with McDavid and Drysaddle." I'm like, John, I just don't see it. Like I know he can skate. He goes, "No, he's he'll create more space for them out on the ice and." You know, maybe he won't finish at quite the rate that Patrick Maroon is, but he's a different type of player, and it's interesting. You know, there was discussions that Patrick Maroon might be able to get maybe a three-year extension uh, with the Oilers or a three- or four-year extension. It never came to fruition. I hope, frankly, that they can get things done here on an extension, because I think he's a real important fit for the uh, Edmonton Oilers. All right, you can text us at 630-630. Uh, all right, James, no, Topher. Oh, Topher, we've not heard from Topher for a while. Bob, violence is never funny. I'm sorry, but your way of thinking is barbaric and outdated. Well, I was referencing a story with Mookie Mitchell. Again, 780 496 0 Bob, uh, this text comes in on our Ashley Fine Flores text line. Mike Tyson biting off Evander Holyfield's ear was one of the most animalistic things I've ever seen in sport. It was a, yeah, that was a bad thing. There you go. It was bad. Uh, This text comes in from Jarrett on our Ashley Fine Flores text line. Everybody needs to remember like Flames and Leaf fans, that the Oilers have accomplished this 13-6-2 start without their best right-shot defenseman. Wait till he's back. We have a legit top six from Jarrett. Well, part of it, that reason why it's a legit top six, is because there's the emergence of another guy on the right side, and that's Ethan Bear, who, by the way, Colorado could skate. They were on him. They forced and pushed the pace. Let's go to Chris on line number one. Hi, Chris. How are you? Hey.
2: Hey, Bob, thanks for taking my call. Yep. I just, uh, just want to touch real quick on uh, dry settle and ask your opinion. Uh, uh, where where do you think he ranks in the NHL? I know we beat this dead horse, but... Uh, top, top,
0: fi- look- top five for sure. 100%. 100%. Thanks so much, Bob. All right. There you go. Well, that was quick. He, I think he wanted that to be reinforced. I mean, how is he not... Brendan, is there any way right now he's not a top five player? He's... There's only... I saw a stat. Like, take a look at the scoring right now. How many? He's got 15 points on an, on all but four players in the league in scoring. Like, how's he not a top five player in the world based on what he did last year? 50 55 105 and now he's leading the league in scoring mm-hmm. a
1: and scoring four and even the year before that up over 80 points I believe so it's, he went it, 70 know. he went 77 70 and then 105. And there you go so yeah, it's I'm, there's no argument for me and when you watch the way that he moves the puck even more than the way that he shoots the puck to me that's what makes him so special on that power play last night Bob I mean the way that they were the just whipping backhand passes around the offensive zone the the penalty killers didn't have much of a chance and it was tape to tape yeah, nearly play. every time it's
0: incredible uh, All right, uh, Tyler has texted the show to say, Tip called the dogs off after 40 minutes. No coincidence that the Oilers have to go into Colorado in less than two weeks. We would think that they would have at least one of their two goaltenders back. Possibly both. Uh, the big defenseman, the kid they got out of uh, Buffalo, Nikita Zadorov, expected to play in Vancouver. He's got a broken jaw, so he ain't going to be looking to get in any fights. But he leans on guys. Who did he hit from Florida? Almost like he crushed Jace Horlick. And last year in the playoff series against the Calgary Flames, he was a menace against the Calgary Flames. You know what's going on right now here, Brendan? 13-6-2. Power play, number two. PK, number four. Koskinen, 7-1-1. One, and one. He gets to start tomorrow against the Dallas Stars, by the way. Again, there's tickets available. Part of sports talk radio, a lot of what is beneficial that drives calls in particular is venting. And there ain't a lot to vent about right now. I still have lots to work here to do. I, I will tell you... I'm comfortable with what they have on defense. It, it's not a perfect defense. They don't have a Brett Burns or an Eric Carlson. They're going to get Larson back. He's going to help their defense. They've got Jones coming. Bear has already arrived. Bear has helped make, in my opinion, Darnell Nurse better because sometimes for Darnell, the key is less is more. Clefbaum, I think, will appreciate getting a regular partner, right? In terms of. Uh, uh, Larson, because I think they're going to keep Nurse and Bear together. Russell and Benning are a solid third pairing, so their defense will be okay. But the Oilers still got to improve their 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 bottom six forwards and have a little bit more depth. I don't think there's any debate about that. We're going to take a quick timeout. It's one twenty one in Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers now on 6.30. Chad, the play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Eskimos and the Edmonton Oilers
1: subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. The old
0: safety Trent Brown. Getting a little bit of work done, Trent. Wish you the best of luck on that front. It's 124 in Edmonton. All-star safety. And uh, great cup champion I think he was on the 93 team, if I recall correctly. We will uh, tell you this. We're going to go to the injury report for James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. We bring aboard Brendan Escott before we get back to our uh, River Creek Resort and Casino hotline at 780496. What do you got,
1: Brendan? All right. well, Flames D-Man TJ Brody was resting at home last night after collapsing at practice yesterday afternoon. The team held a press conference with the team doctor this morning who explained that it was more likely a fainting episode than a seizure per se. They're still doing a bunch of testing, so he will not travel with the team. He is at home under medical supervision. They also moved defenseman Yusuf Alamaki from the IR to the long-term injury reserve as he Recovers from a torn ACL. The Leafs we talked about it took another blow. Alex Kerfoot out indefinitely with facial and dental fractures. He played five games with or four games rather with those fractures as it happened earlier on this month. Canucks forward Brandon Sutter hit the IR with a groin injury. He is out indefinitely in Dallas. John Klingberg, their number one defenseman, although Miro Heiskanen is really pushing for that title, he's on the IR with a lower body injury. Will not dress tomorrow. Neither will Rupe Hintz, So that's a big break for the Oilers. He has the same issue. Remains out indefinitely. And Jason Dickinson is questionable, Bob, with an upper body issue. I think
0: Cogliano's hurt, too. He missed his first game due to injury in his career last night. And you know what? I can find out in probably 34 minutes or so. Uh, All right, let's go. We got uh, two minutes left here to bang off some calls. Mike from Fort Saskatchewan. What do you got for us,
3: Mike? I got two questions for you. Uh, First question is, when Larson comes back, uh, who do you think they're going to send down? Joel Person. Joel Person? Yep. So second
0: question, how much do you think you're going to sign Cassian for? Uh, in a perfect world, like maybe three times three. <laughs> but you, I don't know if that's going to be re- – like, I don't know if that's possible. I mean, he's – maybe you got to go to four for him. You know what I mean? I, don't, I was going to say, what's he getting now? Uh, he's getting $1.95 million. He's on the last of a three-year deal.
3: Yeah, so he'll probably end up around about three, five or four to over three years, won't he?
0: We'll see. I mean, they got a—they've got some work to do here with a couple—couple uh, couple contracts. You got to factor in Darnell Nurses, and in a year from now, Ryan Nugent-Hopkins on an extension as well, Mike.
3: Yeah, I can see them trading Ryan next year near the deadline. Hope not. Hope not. I hope not either, but uh, I can see that happening though.
0: All right, thanks, Mike. You bet. Okay, yep, that's—I uh, mean, and there's who knows? You never know who becomes available as well. Let's go to Ralph on line two. Ralph, you got about a minute. What do you got?
3: A uh, caller kinda asked
0: the question I was gonna ask.
3: Okay. Uh, what do you think? Ten million between nurse and Cassian to keep them around?
0: Between the two of them? I, I mean I think if if I look at Darnell Nurse, uh Josh Morrissey's getting six and a half million. Uh no. I think I think that's a fair comparable. I don't know if Anton Thun does. That's his agent. Rick Kern represents uh Zach. I, I to me three, three and a half million bucks a year is 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 more I mean, I might be looking at it from a team friendly perspective. Um, what would you pay Darnell Nurse on a long-term extension?
3: Yeah, I think John, I wouldn't give him more than what the Jets gave Morrissey. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, I, I'm with you as well. Morrissey's well, a heck of a, a defense Yes, go one ahead. Another
3: quick one, Bob. Do you think, much like Patrick Maroon, that Zach Cassian is a third-line forward playing with one of the two best players in the world, or do you think he's a legit top-six forward now?
2: I
0: think he's a little different than – that's a really good question and a really fair perspective. The difference is that Cassian skates better than Maroon. For sure. Okay? Yeah. You bet. And, you know, that's saying Patrick Maroon scored a huge, he scored a, a huge goal for the St. Louis Blues. And he's with Tampa and he's been good in Tampa so far. Um, Cat, you know, Cassian, how about Dave Tippett taking him off the PK so he can play all those five on five minutes with McDavid and dry Settle? Well, can't argue with it right now. It's worked. Lots has worked. Mark Spector coming up. Uh, minute work? Eh, most days. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob
1: Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.